on back to Baseless Claims, our casual, conversational, centennial podcast. My name is Tay, comma, the comedy. My name is Tori Triple Didge Thompson. My name is Tyler Mustachioed Matheson. Yeah, you um, are. You do have a little bit of uh, some lip furniture kind of going on right now, don't you? You dressed up that face of yours. I, I, I decided, you know, I wanted to be a little bit fancier for our sure. 100th episode today. So, uh, We're wearing today a cardigan, I'm, too. Yeah, I'm wearing a Tom Ford mustache on my face. Uh, it's Tom, Tom Selleck? It's bespoke. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. We'll call it that. No, I no, mean, no. It, don't don't besmirch Tom Selleck in this not in this <laughs> house. You know, for all you audio listeners there of this podcast, just know that when I'm talking this episode, I have a mustache on my face, which means I think you have to give me more respect. Mm, like, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure that's what it means, but it also could be the respect coming from just such as look at you, hundred episodes in, Tyler. You're you're now what we call a seasoned podcaster. Yeah, should we should we do that? By the way, from here on out, just describe all of our outfits like at the beginning of the show, so that audio only listeners can get like a taste of what visuals have. Everyone's an audio only listener. There are no <laughs> visuals. Uh, Ever. You are correct. You are correct. I was just reminiscing about the time that we actually had a visual element of this podcast. There's yeah. plenty of time for that down the road. We got a whole episode of memories. Maybe not a whole episode, but we do have some memories incoming. But Tyler, what do we have to take off? How are we going to take off this runway into episode 100? So for episode 100, it's it's a celebration of looking back, mm-hmm. but moving forward. Mm-hmm. And a way to do that is just kind of, you know, sometimes you just look at a Pepsi logo I'm pretty sure the CEO of Pepsi just kind of stares at the logo, and he's like, what does this all mean? What does Pepsi mean to me? But more importantly, what does Pepsi mean to someone who's never had Pepsi in their life? So what I've done is I've reached out to various family, friends, strangers who um, have never listened to Baseless Claims in their entire life. Oh. oh. And I said, hey, what do you think this show is? Oh, and like, okay. <laughs> what's the thing you think we talk about? Yeah, that's gonna be that's gonna be very interesting because when I sit down to write the the metadata for this, the descriptions and create the thumbnails and stuff, I also go, huh? What the fuck <laughs> what, is this yeah, show what is about? This show kind of about. We we never really had a through line, did we? How do I, I guess I'll just photo of cash cab guy? I guess sure. It's it's kind of like. I'm asking them because I also don't know. So mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're celebrating, but it's also like, hey, what do you think of the show? Because I don't know what to think of it. Yeah, Let right. Me ask That's, you. <laughs> yeah. One response I got was, hey, what do you think a, a show called Baseless Claims is and is about? Um, and one response was Donald Trump, of course, because he kind of took that whole yeah, Baseless Claims yeah. shtick mm-hmm. from us. I sure. got, yep. I got. Uh, a notification the other day of someone DMing me and it just said, hey, just so you know, your SEO for Baseless Claims is fucked right now. And I was like, what do you mean? They're like, just just look it up on YouTube. There isn't a single one of our episodes if you type no. Baseless Claims. It is 100% Donald Trump. Interviews. Ever since Trump said Baseless Claims in like November, December, it's really 
it's really fucked us up here. It's it's tanked it pretty bad. And I've been getting some of the Don- like back during the election, I was getting some of the Donald's uh, commercials playing as pre rolls and stuff. It was oh, just fun. all around a pretty bad look for us. But hey, maybe <laughs> maybe we'll be able to bait some of the some of the right in. You know, we'll just put like a little MAGA sticker on our thumbnails or something like that, and they'll be like, "Fuck yeah, let's check this shit out." And then the first 20 minutes of our episode is like, fuck the right, fuck the right, fuck the right. <laughs> well, it's going to be like, we're blue pilling them. Like, uh, we're going to. Yeah. Yeah. No, oh, actually. I see. So we're going to do like an inverse. We're going to red pill them, but the other direction. Yeah, we, we, we did a swap. We put the blue pill inside of a red capsule as like a little fun prank. We got them. We'll lead them down. The, the next, their next stop will be like contra points. Yeah. Like, we are now the radical left pipeline we're gonna kind of insert ourselves into that so it goes like you know some centrist bullshit then you go to jordan peterson then you get lured in with like some info war shit then after that you get baseless claims oh what's that a maga sticker better check that out and then boom all your recommendations are fucking furry videos and vosh interviews and that's it you're welcome everyone <laughs> that seems like a lot of research though maybe i don't want to co- be part of the pipeline but but basically i don't, I don't know yeah, if we get a we've choice been, I, I'm yeah youtube sure the, the youtube algorithm you. is like no i've decided that you are part of the pipeline sure now. i guess what i mean is i don't want to actively participate that's fair we're gonna turn the next youth of america into furries all the fucking zoomers out there we're gonna turn them into furries and they're Did gonna they- be doing cool shit. You think shit. you're going to have more power to do that than fucking Disney? Yeah, I think I think if we're in the radical left pipeline, we can definitely influence the Zoomers. Tyler, they made the beauty fuck the beast. Robin Hood. They did they did make all of those animals fuck each other like a lot. Zootopia. Like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And there was that weird incest scene in the Little Mermaid. I'm sorry? Yeah. Excuse you know. me? Yeah, the incest scene in The Little Mermaid. I don't think I'll you are I'll have to rewatch. I'll get back to you. Yeah, yeah. Ariel and Eric were uh, brother and sister. That's not even remotely correct. Well, it doesn't have to be because the next thing that was described to me was Baseless Claims is a show where you can really just throw anything you want into the wind. Baseless Claims is a podcast centered around the idea that all claims are created equal. The most outrageous <laughs> and the most sensible positions can and should be substantiated for the education and entertainment of the listener. That's uh, spot the fuck on. No, it's not. That's a way better show. <laughs> we should be making that show. We should genuinely be be inciting some good conversation and some thought-provoking ideas. The first part is correct, where you can throw anything out there and it, and it sticks. But the whole, like, substantiating viewpoints and all that, eh, well, what not I necessarily. Away, what I took away from that was, like, the, the quote of it being, like, you know, all claims are created equal and we should bring everything that we want to to the table you know like yeah. my shitty bad space takes and then some other really good takes like what restaurant do you want to come in N- yes mm. yeah so they're not all created i think that we've firmly established that they're not created equal not on this program no they're created equal they're just all at the bottom of the fucking barrel sure sure yeah. maybe that's our shtick is like hey we all got ideas and they all suck they're all gunk at the bottom of this fucking no oil barrel <laughs> Our show is the collection of ideas at the bottom of the barrel of every other podcast. 
Sure. <laughs> the ones. Hey, come here for the opinions the other podcasters missed because they saw it and were like, nah, that's stupid. Moving on. I don't know. Sometimes we have ideas that big podcasters are like, ho, ho, mine now. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Those fucking brat bastards over yeah. at the McElroy. The through line of this show is that it's collectively the worst ideas that everyone else put in the trash before verbalizing, and we're little raccoons digging through the trash like, what am I going to eat and say? What am I going to regurgitate? And, and every so often, one of us will find like like half a McDonald's burger, which is like a huge find for us, and we'll hold it over our head and go, look, look, content! And both the other ones will go, <laughs> Or two of the other ones will go, that burger sucks. <laughs> it's got too much mayo on it. More like the other two will like viciously beat up the other raccoon who is Tay <laughs> for, for finding it. And then we hold it up and we're like, look at how good we did <laughs> at finding this. Found. <laughs> <clears throat> Another uh, very helpful insight into baseless claims was Baseless claims sound like a podcast where the hosts just deep dive on their opinions on any given topic, maybe, or just kind of freeform off the head riffing. That second it's one like, is more correct than the that's, first. That, thing. Now that's much more accurate. Where it's like, oh, this is pretty nebulous, though, huh? Like we'll get we'll get into the weeds with some topics, but I'm pretty sure we're pretty surface level for like everything we've talked about on this show. <laughs> Or we're way too introspective about being podcasters and not understanding that it's probably far too insular for the wider audience <laughs> to grasp. We we are so deep in like podcast meta that it's like anyone that tunes in is like, I is is this like a is this kind of like a series I should have been following? Like, do I have to hop in at episode one or is this, is this a deconstructionalist podcast? Is this also like are they serious? I don't know if they're serious. <laughs> like, Are they serious? We're also, we're also trying to be in on the joke, but it's such an insular thing that nobody knows that we're trying to be in on the joke. <laughs> we are like six layers into these fucking jokes at this point. Like, yeah, at some inception. point, I'm going to fucking drown, and mm. it'll be my fault. I fully accept that. We're going to have to do a soft reboot at some point. Like, I think Tori and Tay are like, trying to throw me a fucking life raft all the time and i'm just like swimming to the bottom more like no i've got to go deeper <laughs> what's down here is it galaxy brain oh no it's coming in restaurants all right <laughs> but then we're like but is it so stupid that it's then galaxy brain whoa they're so galaxy brain they can make themselves sound stupid for a bit and then me and Tay go, no, Tyler, it's not Galaxy Brain. And you're like, shut up. Yes, it is. Listen, listen. Everyone listen. listen. <laughs> shut up. It. Listen. Okay? And then you'll, start, then you'll start unraveling the red string between the push pins on your cork board. Yeah, because I've got a diagram all drawn out for you guys. But no, everyone hates when I draw diagrams because that's creepy. You're an insane person. Why would you want to do that? You're all just scared of me. Cowards. Yeah, not yep. for the reasons you think, but yes. Yeah, it's not because you're powerful cowards um i got one response that was almost anything could be considered a baseless claim especially by those who hold a difference of opinion or thoughts pretty earth shattering isn't it with a thinking emoji well i hate that i i think oh, that's the shit. worst one yet 
Damn. Can, are, is this anonymous, or are we allowed to know who it is? Oh, that one was my mom, Tay, so fuck you. No, fuck <laughs> your mom, dude. <laughs> are you fucking like your mom with my Ironically mom? throwing emojis in. Yeah, I'll beef with your mom. she hot? Yep. Hell yeah. I don't know where to go with that, so we're just going to continue. <laughs> Tyler, what do you think of your mom and her looks? Do you think your mom's pretty, Tyler? I think my mom's the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> good answer. That's a pretty good answer. Fuck you. I respect women. If you would have said, and I support the troops, you would have made the entire <laughs> self come. <laughs> and that's where we get into, like, this is either a pro or anti-Trump podcast. And honestly, no one can tell the difference because we'll, like, say something and then add another thing to it that just totally changes the direction of it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's a constantly moving track. It's pretty hard to get your feet planted. Well, that's that's... <laughs> That's, I think, what I'm gaining what the show is, is it's just from other people's perspectives who have never listened to the show, they're like, oh, so it's a just kind of a free-thinking podcast, maybe, about, like, you just kind of go with whatever. Yeah, it's it's free-thinking, but not in the political sense like most people probably think free-thinking means. Again, if we were to tell them, yeah, one of our topics is what restaurant would you like to climax yourself in? That that puts a little bit of a different thought on free thinking. Yeah, yeah. We need, we, like, when I edit out Tay, it's literally 1984. Like, when I censor <laughs> Tay, yeah. it's literally 1984. Yes, there needs literally to be 1984. more free speech in this podcast. So when I say that, Hey, I think Jeff Bezos is looking pretty yummy and not in like a sexy way, like in a I might just eat him. Well, in that way too, don't lie to the people. He's a pretty scrummy boy. He's a yummy scrumptious boy. I'm going to eat that man. I'm going to eat that bald man. Take that how you will. Take that how you will. What kind of sauce are you going to use with him? None. I want to savor the flavor. You should use the ketchup. Man's, the man's so juicy on the inside, holding all of his dark secrets it's just filled with union busting money it do you think if you like cut into jeff bezos like a bunch of gold coins will spill out instead of blood i'm not entirely convinced he hasn't been replaced by robot parts at this point anyway oh like he gets threatened and he's just like oh he shouldn't have done that and he just fucking transforms into a fucking like autobot or some shit it's like an iRobot when Will Smith does get his arm skinned and then he looks down and sees that he's actually a robot on the inside. And you're like, whoa. Oh, I get it. Like, iRobot, because he's got the bad eye. He's got the wonky eye, for sure, for sure. Hey, I always think about, like, if you're richer than God himself, <laughs> can't you do something about that eye? Can't you, like... I'm sure he can pay, like a whole team to engineer a cybernetic eye. Mm-hmm. If they built, if they made a Jeff Bezos robot, you'd think they'd fix the eye. What if that eye is his Sharingan eye though? I'm not a weeb. Tay, I don't know what you the fuck can't. that is. Damn Tay, it. I thought, can't. I thought that would land. It didn't. Tay, Let's why, move on. What about, why would you possibly <laughs> think that would land? <laughs> know your audience tag. Good Lord. I know my audience. <laughs> We are your audience right now, Tay. You don't get to decide who your audience is. I don't walk into a cub food and make like a crazy offensive thing and be like, oh, I thought my audience would have loved that. Like, that's not how that works. 
It's like Jeff Dunham going to a comedy club and then being like, well, my audience would have loved that. No one in the fucking comedy club is going to laugh at that, Jeff. You just got weird puppets. What what you do with them puppets, Jeff? You nasty. Nasty. Do you think he's got like a special little case for each of them? Yep. Like yes. Special yes, I handmade. Mm-hmm. Like they're pelican cases. Love notes in each of them. They're pelican no, cases. No, yeah, they are hardcore pelican cases. They could be dropped from a fucking marine helicopter and survive. Well, yeah, because his entire livelihood is dependent on the safety of those fucking puppets. That's true. Which is a fucking bizarre thing to think about. Yeah, like my lifeblood is dependent on this jalapeno puppet making it to San Francisco safely. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think you fucking understand. No, I can't just use the baggage claim for this. This jalapeno puppet sits in its own seat on the plane because I gotta make sure... He gets to San Francisco totally safe. What do you mean you don't offer life insurance on puppets? What kind of fucking sham is this? <laughs> you know, I feel like of all of his puppets, the jalapeno one would be the easiest one to like, ah, oh, shit, we forgot to pack the jalapeno. Quick, quick, go to the Whole Foods. Yeah, just replicate it. But yeah. you can't replace something sentimental. Yeah. It's just a stereotype, honestly. And... Do you think when he's like on the plane and like the jalapeno puppet is like next to him when the flight attendant goes by like, hey, can I get you anything? We have like Coke products. We have water, tea. We have alcoholic beverages. Hey, I will take the the Coke products. You mean like cocaine, right? (laughs) And he's like controlling the puppet the whole time. You think he does that? <laughs> and, then, and then he looks at her and goes, I'm sorry, he's very unprofessional. But yes, we will take two Coca-Colas, please. Can I also, can I have your number? <laughs> hey, chica, can I have your number? <laughs> Cerveza, please. <laughs> you, you think he does that with those puppets? I feel like he does that. He probably does. And he thinks it's hilarious. Do you think that's just his subconscious like coming out through those puppets and he's actually just a horrible person? Yes. <laughs> she, yes. She's like, you realize that doing that is kind of offensive and not necessarily a great look. And he's like, see. <laughs> I'm sorry. I I'll am have aware. the coke, please. <laughs> I, I am aware. You're still doing it. You're still doing it, Jeff. It's <laughs> been 12 years. Let the puppets go. I'm afraid if I take this puppet off my hand. I don't know what will be underneath. The same if I shed my skin from comedy. I don't know what personality is there after so long. <laughs> it's like, hey, I'm just going to say it. You take Jeff the- Dunham's got some wicked personality disorder. Like, he's just, like, so fucking depressed. You take the puppet off of his hand, and then his hand just starts screaming like, Oh, God, my skin! <laughs> This is the last one I'll read here about what Baseless Claims is from someone who's never listened to it. I don't know. Is it a podcast that only talks about professional wrestling? And then for a topic, they said, you know what you should do for topics is sometimes just dive in and start talking about roller coasters once in a while and never speak one word about Skyrim ever again. (laughs) Deal. Yeah, deal. I'll fucking take that. (laughs) Because, honestly, 
that's a perfect description of the podcast is like, quit talking about Skyrim. Quit talking about Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's us saying like, hey, come over. You'll like the podcast. No, stop talking about that other thing you like. Stop it. Not here. <laughs> Not here. We can't let the audience crossover get too confusing where if someone new checks it out, they're like, why are, why are there Skyrim mod recommendations in the comments? <laughs> and we're like trying to act cool, brush it off like, oh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fucking nerd. I don't know why they put that there. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck, dude? Like, read the room. <laughs> know your audience, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I think we should just talk about roller coasters every yeah, once no, in a while. Yeah, no, that actually sounds really cool. Did I ever tell you guys about the time I went on the uh, the Superman roller coaster at Six Flags? Whoa, you've been to Six Flags? I was at Six Flags at one point. Is it Whoa. as magical as they say it is? It's okay. But, like... Did you feel alive? I, I wasn't dead. Did you, feel, did you feel alive? No, but did you feel alive? I don't think so. Oh, well, that won't help me then. You're I think I'm going to go deep then. I get you. I get you. Well, I blacked out on that roller coaster. Oh, shit. You were drunk? No, well, yeah, <laughs> but I wasn't blackout drunk. I just had all the blood rushed to my feet, and I was, I was comatose mm. for a hot second on that roller coaster. Like you actually passed out? Yeah, because uh, the the main attraction of the Superman fucking roller coaster is that you're, like, prone in the thing, right? And then there's a big inverted loop. So it's not like a normal loop-de-loop where the center, center of force is in the center of the circle. It's on the outside of it. So the force is oh. amplified. It's fucked, dude. I... Oh God! Yo. Like as soon as that loop started, I I was out. I was gone. I was away. And then I came to like about two and a half seconds after that point in the roller coaster. That's why I want to go to Six Flags because everyone else is like, yeah, you know, it's your standard roller coaster. You sit in a thing. You just kind of let go. We might have a loop. We might have some hard turns. Six Flags goes fucking hard they're mm. like oh you know the loops we're gonna do that on the outside of that because yeah. we fucking can this is six flags we don't fuck around here yeah the the fucking concept of an inverted loop on a roller coaster it just sounds like some maniacal engineer being like i want to make people as uncomfortable as possible how the fuck are roller coasters legal look if the they government, barely are they if the government are. comes for my roller coasters then we're going to have problems. I get I totally get that. I'm just I just don't understand how they were ever legal. Like how did they how did they someone pitched that and they were like, "Yeah, I don't see why we can't." Well, you know, it's kind of like the internet, Tori. Now, stick with me on this analogy. At the okay. beginning of the internet, it was really innocent and shit, right? It was like, yeah. "Oh, here's an email app. Oh, here's a message board." But then as more and more people started using it and iterating on it, it became more of a wild west situation. It was like, "Hey, check mm. it out. You can post videos now." And then some madman came in and was just like, "Hey, you can check out my deep web deep web like torture site. Isn't that fucking cool?" And that's the roller coaster analogy. Yeah, you start off with a carousel, mm -hmm. and the government kind of looks at that, and they're like, yeah, those are fun. We know those things. It's kind of like a petting zoo kind of thing, but just yeah, robotic sure, like version. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then you get to a wooden roller coaster, and the government's like, yeah, it makes sense. You know, you know, it's a little bit more high octane for people looking for more shit. And then you get to those like solid metal roller coasters with the fucking harnesses and shit, and the government's like, uh, okay, okay, we're getting we're getting a little weird here. And then fucking Six Flags goes in and fucks it all up. And they're like, 
well, it's been too long. We can't make legislation about something already in place. Yeah. There had to be some dude on coke who was like, what if trains but up in the air? <laughs> <laughs> what if train did loop? <laughs> oh, fuck. <sighs> he was just on a train track. And then he was like, he's like, build a ramp, build a ramp. <laughs> it was an adrenaline junkie that got on a train, thought it was going to be fucking wild. And then like, was just like, this needs to be faster. I want, I want. By a lot. I, I want a Six Flags t-shirt with the Six Flags logo on it. And then underneath it in quotation marks is trains, but you know, in the air. <laughs> They can be. They can pay me handsomely if they want that one. That's a Tory oh original. Oh my god! I see. That was great. I feel like there's a severe lack of roller coaster talk. So every in this five podcast. episodes, we will check in on roller coasters for at least just to 10 see minutes. what they're up to. No one knows what they're up to. Oh, 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 oh! What about what about a what about a new segment? The roller coaster report. Yeah, rolling deep. No. We'll workshop it. We'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll workshop it. Don't worry, guys. We got more great roller coaster content coming your way. <laughs> because really, they shouldn't be stopped. I don't want them stopped. But for like the sake of, I don't know, the health and safety of children everywhere, I'm worried where they're going to take it. Yeah, because there's, you know we had big drops. A, yeah, there's obviously a logical extreme to it. Uh, well, I think we'll only find that by loss of life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if 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 the barrier is roller coaster tycoon levels of what the fuckery that you can make in a roller coaster, we're doomed. So there's got to there's got to be some point, you know? Yeah, no one's going to like the fucking roller coaster engineers aren't going to look at the one that made you pass out and be like, "Well, that okay, that's pretty sick, but I feel like we should maybe take a step back with this next one. Maybe just like one inside loop and like a big drop." No, they're going to be like, "Hmm." Only one person passed out. Okay, all right, all right. You were passed out for how long? Three seconds? Eh, we can do better. They're just going to start smacking people in the head with pans on the way up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Holy shit. Roller coaster engineers are the most evil, maniacal people on earth. You're absolutely correct. Because they look correct. at something and they're like, hmm, you're telling me only like five people puked? I think we can do better than that. We can boost those numbers. How many G-forces are we having on this loop? Six G's for a couple of milliseconds? Nah, we have to push that. We can extend that. Those are rookie numbers. At some point, they're just going to, like, throw a porta potty on wheels onto a track, and they're just going to fucking launch you into a concrete wall, and they're going to be like, <laughs> that was the ride. Did you like it? You know what they ought to do is, you know, like those, uh, like, tall swing, like a, you get in the swing and it rises up and then spins you around? Mm-hmm. Yep. They need to just make that a like a pull-up bar. So you just grab into it, and then for like the next mile out, there's just crash mats. Hell yeah. And they're just like, we're going to start spinning, and it'll go faster and faster. Let go when you want, champ. It's your world, king. Get it. <laughs> Tyler, on your point about the porta potty smashing into the brick wall, have you ever seen those videos of like the rocket sleds uh, for like scientific testing? Yes. Yeah, they just fucking push those sons of bitches. It's it's the car dummy shit where they yeah. just destroy it for fun. Yeah, that's the kind of logical extremes I think roller coaster engineers should be going for. Because I saw a video once of a guy who, like, was strapped to one of those rocket chairs, 
and had rapid deacceleration from like I think it was like ten or twelve G's over the course of like a whole minute. And he was fucked. <laughs> like, all of the blood in his body rushed to the front of him. So you could see a very clear line on his skin of, like, where the blood was and where the blood wasn't. Didn't he also, like, at rapid acceleration, his retinas detached? Yeah. Yeah, because that, yeah, obviously, I was going to say, like, I feel like your eyes would fall out at that point. And any logical person would be like, that's a bad idea. Baseless claims... Roller coaster engineers are just the leftover fucking Nazi scientists. They looked at that and they're like, hmm, I think we can maybe do better. <laughs> this is my magnum opus, yeah. <laughs> I do this for fun. <laughs> Your suffering gives me pain. And I like pain. <laughs> yeah, roller coaster engineers are the most evil people on earth. They must be stopped, but goddamn, do I love their products. Like, mm -hmm, I just mm -hmm. fucking love that shit. Now, we've seen what people think of baseless claims who haven't seen a goddamn episode in their entire life, but Tay, mm -hmm. what do you have for, for us? How do we feel about baseless claims? Hey, where are we, guys? Like, at this point in our relationship, where are we? Oh boy. Um we're 100 episodes in. I feel like we've taken a pretty big step. So like I just kind of want you to tell me like why don't you uh why what don't you we? tell me where you are? Yeah, yeah. And so I'll figure out an appropriate response that isn't going to um, emotionally destroy you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, 100 episodes in to a podcast, I feel like I don't know, maybe the next step is Maybe get me a nice little YouTube plaque. Ooh, ooh, oh, oh, that's ooh. that's a bit of a commitment. Yeah, that, you're gonna scare people off with that one. Yeah, maybe maybe we start like a joint bank account. Oh, for the God. ad revenue. Whoa, okay, whoa, you got a plaque coming whoa, right your way, pal. Whoa, Oof. whoa, no, 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 no. That's that's way too much for me. Well, I need to see some commitment, or I'm out. Do you? Okay. I thought I need we were just taking it chill. I thought we were just taking it, you know, day by day, playing it by ear. That was until we reached 100 episodes. Yeah, and now, now from this point out, else. we'll be a little bit more serious in it. Okay, then I want the plaque. No, no, no. We I haven't gotten YouTube to the plank, pl plank. We haven't gotten to the plaque yet. Uh, mm, we're 100 episodes in, and Look, I don't know. I just lots of other the... creators are way less than 100 episodes in, and they already have their plaques. I can't. Just give a, you a plaque. I can't just make that happen. But if you stick through it with me, if you hold my hand and you walk into the future with me, we'll get you there. Yeah. Oh, wow. You're so good at gaslighting me. <laughs> <laughs> You're so emotionally manipulative. I love it. I do feel like the show has taken... It's, it's done a few loops itself, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, Whoa. the whole thing that I wanted to talk about was, like you know, reminiscing on how we felt in those first couple of episodes, like episode one through 10, right? You know, we weren't doing it super seriously. It was kind of like, haha, let's see what happens kind of deal, you know? We didn't even have a fucking name for the show to begin no. with. No, we did not. And but the one thing that immediately I remember is that the, the kind of heat we were bringing, it was super fun to record it because it was also like, you had been gone for a long time. So that was also like genuinely us catching up to. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But- what I remember is the kinds of topics we 
we thought were like podcast ready were stuff that now if I were to bring it up now I would get spanked out of the out of the room like a bad little boy that I am <laughs> like we one well for two separate reasons one maybe not the best heat two you guys would say I was a douche because I remember Tay genuinely in the episode one going Tori, I want to know more about good coffee. Can you tell me about good coffee? Now Tyler's like, oh my God, you don't drink K-Cups, you fucking 1% piece of shit. (laughs) We've reached the logical extremities, and every week we return to the Skype call to say, how far can it go? Mm -hmm. How far can we push it? We haven't been friends in two years. I think one of the best things, (laughs) I think one of the best things to happen to the show was us abandoning any kind of like hard structure. You know, like this is the part of the show where we talk about this. This is the part of the show where we talk about that. You Look, know, you guys can just tell that. me how much you hated the album of the week segment. You can just fucking say no, it to I, my face. No, 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 no. Fucking real ready. shit. Say real no, shit. No, real no. shit. I liked it. I Tyler, really liked it. Oh, I you liked it for someone who never did it? Yeah, Tay, what that's are you true. Talking you, about? you didn't you For someone didn't who never listened. I remember there were so many times like, Tay, did you listen to the album of the month segment yet? Ah, oh, shit. I haven't done it yet. And then you'd be like listening at Tori's house while eating like Taco Bell, like through your phone. Like oh, to okay. my to my recollection, I only did that like a handful of times. It was at least four times. Time. Yeah. Out of the what? Like 15 that we did. That's a pretty good score. I sure. think we only did about 10. Me and Tyler <laughs> shot 10 for 10. <laughs> so. But hey, I liked doing that. Yeah. I, but I, I do too. think for the show, good call to exit. Yeah, like, cause cause doing hard segments like that for any other kind of show is probably a good idea to keep some sort of like regularity and schedule if that makes sense. But for our show where we just kind of wanted to bring the heat and riff for an hour, like it it just did not really work. And so abandoning that and just coming up with like here's a random segment out of nowhere that we just barely prepared and then us like improving out of it is is something that I think really helped the show out. Also, we did record the first episode at the flimsiest green fold-out table of all time. This is true. This is pretty true. rough. I yeah. miss that set, dude. Like for, well, for once we got who, it painted and put the, the brick wall up and stuff like that, then it was pretty fun. For those of for those of you who have been here for a while, you'll know that episodes like what ten through sixty something. Yeah, they're about. Yeah, ten through sixty something. Uh, we were we actually had like a set and we had cameras for the podcast, and I miss that set more and more every fucking day. I just want to sit next to my two boys and have a good time and riff, but. With the way the show is now, I don't know if we'll ever be able to get back to that, even like outside of COVID. No, I think if you listened, if you listened to an unedited version that I work with, you'd be like, "Nah." nah <laughs> yeah, this the is issue. Better. Yeah, the issue with editing that is that we're all sitting at one table, so if I speak, Tay's mic will pick it up faintly mm-hmm. in the background. You can't just get rid of say. Now we could chop, fucking, t- fifteen minutes out, and no one will know. Yeah. It's a it's a good thing. I yeah, because I don't think we hit the stride until episode twenty, where Tori and I like it got to the point where now it's pretty much what the show is, where Tori and I yelled at each other for about fifteen consecutive minutes about Betty White. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's pretty much where the show remained is just kind of a, a shouting match of what do we hate? 
What do we hate yeah. that the other person's going to staunchly defend? Exactly. I the, yes. I think the good thing that happened with the show was we figured out, okay, like we wanted to bring in like a, a recurring kind of thing that could be audience participation. And for us, that was supposed to be like, oh, here's an album of the month. You can go listen to it yourself. Listen to our thoughts. Talk with us in the comments. Talk with us on, you know, SoundCloud, whatever it might be. Um, but then we were like, oh, no, no, no. What's going to work better for that is if we bring recurring segments like Swordwatch or like Health Hacks or like the Wikipedia game show, like that kind of stuff where it's like, oh, people can send us articles if they want to. Like, if they want to be a part of the show in that case, they can send us an article. They can give us topic recommendations. They can do all that type of stuff. It's a way better way for this type of show to integrate the audience and, and integrate some sort of regularity if we need if we need a topic to go to. And it's think, actually funny. Yeah, I think w- <laughs> and what our initial, That's good. our initial kind of attitude towards the podcast was more like a, Yes, this is a comedy show, first and foremost, but we're not going to be goofy. You know, we're going to take ourselves a little bit seriously. And then yeah. as the show evolved, we were just like, nah, fuck that shit. It's way more, way more fun to be goofy. Yeah. Yeah, there was, it was what I noticed myself while I was editing it, like, not paying attention to it, where I was like, oh, oh, we need to, do, we need to start, like, we need to start upping the game a little mm-hmm. bit here because if mm-hmm. I'm getting bored and I should care the most. <laughs> You're absolutely correct. Well, I mean, we had to make the switch to Goofy because we we were just still waiting on the comedy from Tay. We were like, come on, Tay, here's the comedy train. Boom, roasted. That's the same thing from episode one is Tay getting absolutely fucking obliterated. That's 100 yeah. episodes of Tay getting fucking obliterated. So, so what you're saying is <laughs> 100 episodes in, the one thing we know is that Tay's grown and we have not. <laughs> Fair I'm to say. Fi- I'm to finally say. caught up to your no, stagnation. No. <laughs> when you word it like that, it makes us sound bad. Yeah. And I don't like that. So oh, you mean as a person? You might, you might need to figure out what kind of <laughs> podcaster you want to be, but you also need to understand what kind of person you want to be. And I think Tay's grown as a person and me and you are like, huh, Tay, no. <laughs> Tori, what you're not understanding is that I am not a person. I am a podcaster, okay? There is no human underneath it. It is the podcaster. This summer on NBC, the podcaster. Tyler, stop it. Tyler, if you say that, if you say that three times in a row, it will come true. So please don't be careful with it. The podcaster, the podcaster, the podcaster. No! Come on, NBC. You fucking cowards, do it. Executive producer Shonda Rhimes. Nah, it's gotta be like undercover podcaster where they have. You know, someone from Serial. <laughs> it's like, like it's like Castle, but with podcasters. What do they yeah. have? Malcolm Gladwell put on a wig and like. <laughs> oh, I'm. What the? Yeah, what the fuck what is does that? He do? <laughs> what? No one knows. No one knows what that motherfucker does. Which is why it's just fuck Malcolm Gladwell. Hey, basis claim. I'll throw one out there. Oh boy, basis claims. Malcolm Gladwell, actually the dumbest person on earth. I don't even know who that is, so. Stupid. Stupid. But it's like my version of stupid where it's like, I'm like, hey, but isn't that galaxy brain? And you guys don't believe me because you don't buy it. But everyone else just kind of buys into it with him. I feel like that's also another very consistent theme on the show where Tyler goes, thing bad. Tori goes, well, maybe thing not so bad. And I go, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, maybe that's like the best summation. 
Oh, I, oh, hot, hot off the presses. I just got another submission in for what oh. someone thinks baseless oh claims is. I feel like you make up pretend products from companies. We Not. should do that. That well, should we, be a thing that we do. We kind of already do. I'm pretty TV sure shows. we've accidentally oh, wait, yeah, done right. it dozens of times. You know, like the pod jeans. Exactly. We had a whole episode dedicated. Hey, you know, now that I'm thinking back on it, it's mm-hmm. like. Wow, we spend a a really like a long portion of my life has been spent talking about very stupid things. Yeah. And it's and it's all recorded. Yeah. And it's all recorded and anyone can hear it and there is evidence of me participating in such thing. Yeah, some pretty some pretty poo-poo things. Really? Not things that you necessarily want like uh I don't know. Let's just for example, employers or uh, the government hearing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. as we've established before, the podcast is international waters. It is international waters. So we can say hot. just about anything and be pretty safe. Yeah. But I do uh, draw the line at Tyler saying Malcolm Gladwell is dumb. Again, I have no just opinion. Dumb as rocks. I can't, I can't think of who that is at the moment. Dude's got his jeans on backwards every day. Every single day. Dude doesn't know how to put pants on. He's stupid. And shut up. You're stupid, too, if okay. you like him. Look, I could it's hit another, it's you another right one of those now. things where I don't I even could like, hit you. love him. But I don't hate him the way that Tyler's going to dig his heels in about. <laughs> <laughs> look, Tyler, speaking of things that you hate, one of the other things I want to look back on is um, your favorite topic, health hacks. I think okay. it's, it's pretty much a fan favorite. I know it's Tyler's favorite. He mm-hmm. loves it. Mm-hmm. I... I fucking hate health hacks. They always, it's just nothing. It's bad health it's advice. Ba- it's bad, it's, it's bad advice. Yeah. Bad advice, yeah. Bad advice, yeah. So the good news for you is that we're not going to dive into a real health hack. What we're going to dive into is uh, over the last, I don't know, year or so, here are some of the articles that have, I, I've seen them and it's really perked my interest. Like I, or, like I've been excited to go like, oh, that's probably going to be a really dumb one. It's going to really make Tyler scream. But then it just wasn't all that. It was like a good headline, but a disappointing article. So the first one, this is this is very focused on me. Five ginger skincare products that are worth adding to your routine, according to Derms. I really thought that was speaking to me as a ginger. <laughs> they do they do mean the root, and I was pretty <laughs> bummed out about that. I thought, I thought for oh, sure. That's so good. I thought for sure they were just targeting gingers. They're like, "Hey, we know you feel bad about your skin. Come on, buy our products. It's Come so on. fair and burns so easy, you little bitch. <laughs> Stupid little." And I'm bad. like, "Stop it, wellandgood.com. Don't." Hey, you want to go outside into the sun sometimes? No, you can't do that. You're a burnt little bitch. So buy some of our products. Look at that red ass. <laughs> Buy our SPF 3000, you stupid fuck. You pasty motherfucker. Come on, I bet you want this so bad. Those freckles aren't angel kisses. They're poop stains, you little piece of shit. That's just, I'm just reminiscing about what people would say in high school. If, if it was health hacks, though, they would start making some actual baseless claims that are like, oh, if you uh, extract 
the hair from one of your ginger friends after gently kissing them on the forehead, it's actually like really good for your heart health. Like if you just grind that up into some tea, it's mm-hmm. really good for you. And you should it, try that. It, it helps the gingers out too because they have to be groomed every so often. Otherwise they'll die. Yeah, I've seen Tori lick his own asshole a ton. Huh? He's like a cat. Yeah, tor- like gingers groom themselves like cats. Like Tori's super flexible. You should see that boy lick his own asshole. Whoa, he and Maury has something in common. Well, also the multiple, like, Tori's got a lot of nipples. Yeah, I knew a that. A lot. That part's them. true. That part's true. I can't argue there. Yeah, no, I, I, know, I know about that. The next one was one that was a couple months into the pandemic when people were starting to, like, all right, well, we don't, we, we, there's no weight in this out anymore, so we better start trying to capitalize on it. And I didn't actually make it that far into the article because it, it cut me off pretty early. Ugh. How to communicate with a mask on now that smiling isn't an option. <laughs> and it, it starts off, this is, where I, this is where I got lost. The article's first sentence is, there's a children's song called A Smile Goes a Long Way. That has shaped my adult personality more than I'd care to admit. Ugh. And then I was like, no, I don't think I want to do this yeah, one. No, I think that's, that that's that too far. Sucks. I'm, I'm, I'm really glad that you fucking axed that because that yeah, sounds horrific. That is legit just a Disney adult. Like, it shaped my entire personality. Like, Finding Nemo really shaped who I am as a person. And it's like, <laughs> bro, other, like, media properties exist. You can like anything you want. You don't have to stick with Disney. Yeah, you can you can even say, "Oh, I loved that song as a kid." Like I still feel nostalgic for it. You don't have to say, "This shaped who I am today." Now that I'm 32 years old and I write holistic wellness articles. <laughs> also, what do you mean how to communicate with a mask? The exact same fucking way. You speak and words come out. All the mask is doing is catching mm. your fucking spit. Plus, we we kind of adapted to the whole facial expression thing. Like, with just our eyes, you know, when you smile at someone with a mask on, you have to kind of contort your face a little bit more so you're, like, squinting a bit more so people know that you're smiling, but your mouth isn't fucking moving. You could still, like, tell that someone is smiling with a mask. Like, I don't know, has this person... This is what I think. People who write wellness articles have never made anyone happy in their entire life. (laughs) Not their parents, not their partners, not their friends. They don't have any because they're writing wellness articles online, and it's all bullshit. They don't make anyone happy, so they don't know how smiles work. They use all of your face. What if someone is writing, like, tantric sex articles? I don't know what tantric means. You made that I don't either. I heard the phrase once. I was hoping that one of you guys would know what it is, but maybe now I don't want to know. Isn't that that creature from Star Wars? Oh, shit. You're right. I thought it was like the movie in the arcade game with the speeder bikes. What? Or is it like a... Is it like a alcohol? I don't know. Oh, it's sexual yoga. Oh. Yeah, what if you want to do some sexual yoga? You got to go to a master. Who's If they're a master, they're probably writing articles online about it. <laughs> listen. Listen. Every... Every person who writes wellness articles is basically doing some sexual yoga because they are they are bending and twisting facts in so many ways in order to just jerk themselves off. It is basically yeah. that. Yeah, they're they're just fucked. They're like, oh my god, you have to take pills for your anxiety. I just drink valerian root. <laughs> you see this crystal around my neck? It absorbs all of my anxiety. 
at the end of every day, I throw it into a paper shredder and grind it to dust and then use that dust in my pancakes every morning. So I'm eating my own anxiety and showing it who's boss, girl boss. It costs a lot of money. And it also <laughs> wasn't really that bad to begin with, but I'm sure your your real problems could probably be solved this way too. Okay. The last one, best for last, that is the axe version. There, and Is there such a thing as a best health hack? No. I think that, I think they're all just kind of in a race to the bottom. Yeah, I would say so. And I think that this is sitting firmly at the bottom. Okay. The lessons my father taught me on the basketball court made me into the Peloton coach I am today. Oh, my oh, fucking yes. God. That one's, oh, I don't know. That one's the best. I think that one's the best one. <laughs> fuck. Oh, fuck. I know that article has the word hustle and grind just littered throughout. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I'm sure it does. I'm sure it does. Does Oh, my God. Do Peloton people call themselves coaches? Look, I'm pretty sure they can do anything, <laughs> and no one's going to say shit to them. That's fair. Because no one cares enough. It's not because that's right. It's because no one you're cares. You're just the person on the screen. At that point, you're not even, like, a human being. For all I know, Peloton has enough money to create a fucking AI experience that makes you think you're with someone when you're cycling in your home. It's it's all just deep fake. Yeah, it's all deep fake technology because for some reason you want someone like, come on, you can do it while you're biking. No, that's the last thing I want. I don't want encouragement. Would you accept a Peloton course on a treadmill from Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes or no? Yeah, because that'd be fun. Actually, no, because I'd fucking bust my gut laughing while I was on yeah. it. And then, I, and then I'd fall, and then the treadmill would shoot me into the wall, and I'd <laughs> fucking die. Break your neck. Tyler, just so uh, in case you're keeping score here, hustled appears in the second paragraph. Oh. Nice. Didn't have to go that far to find it. Command F to see how many times it's noticed. That's not even... what. Are you, what how is that a... Like, how is that a wellness article? Like, how, how do you fucking get... From point A to point B to point C, which is like, A, my dad was a basketball coach. B, I am a Peloton coach or expert or the person who says good job as you ride your bike in your house. How do you get both of those things to point C, which is here is an extremely dumb thing that you should buy that will not make an impact whatsoever but, like, it'll just kind of put you a little bit above everyone else that you're, like, more knowledgeable, you know? Like, you have all these, like, fucking hacks. Yep, and that that link for the product that they have is obviously an affiliate link, so every time people click on it, they get money. Yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, look, look, we all know this episode of Baseless Claims is coming to an end. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Closing but- time! We'll give you one last touch of the tip. You know, tickle your fancy while you're Ugh. here. Because we're going to touch tips? Yeah, we're all touching tips. Whip them out, everyone. Cool. Don't do that. Don't do that. Wherever you're listening to, don't do that. And there is only one way to appropriately wrap up the 100th episode of Baseless Claims. Schwing! Hello and oh, welcome to Sword baby. Watch, our dedicated deviant detail devoted to bring awareness to the dangers of life without swords. My name is Tyler Mathies, and I'll be your spiritual guide through this 
extremely Ooh. short sword watch, which is just about as on brand as it could possibly be. I would, hu- I would fucking hope so. Sword wielding skateboarder on loose after slashing man during fight. Whoa. <laughs> That's sick as fuck, dude. That's so rad. Like, not the human violence part, but like. Yeah. Fucking skated away, well, dude. That's well, so even, sick. even, even in context of the human violence, obviously, we should never hurt people. That's an awful thing to do. But this, this guy is a samurai on a skateboard. That's fucking cool. Look. The man's on a skateboard. I don't care that he's on the loose. He's got a sword and he's on a skateboard. Mm. That's the raddest fucking thing in the world. Doing a kickflip and then cut your carotid artery. I wouldn't care. If that's how I went, I wouldn't care. As long as there was like a fucking like van skate vid to go along with it. Oh, yeah. Like if someone caught that on a fisheye lens... Ooh. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah, no, and go like for all it. the all the blood from the slice like beads up like it's the fucking three hundred, and it's like mm. you know going all normal speed, and then as soon as he does like the fucking backflip before decapitating you, it like slows down, and you just oh, get to yeah. see the knife come through your neck. Oh, so, well, you wouldn't get to see it, but like it'd be pretty sick for everyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would do that so everyone else can enjoy it. Yeah, that's that's a worthy sacrifice <laughs> for the Bushido border. A skateboard riding assailant, which is objectively the coolest thing you could be called, and band name I call it, skateboard riding assailant. A skateboard riding assailant slashed another man with a five-foot sword during an argument in a neighborhood. Wait, hold on. Another man? This is a serial offense? No, one man did it to another man. Oh, got it, got it. Although, you know what? I don't care. I'd like to believe that this is just a menace in this town. Yeah, the way it's worded, it sounds like a serial offense. Yeah, this dude is the hamburglar of this town. He's just (laughs) always running by with his sword. Like, they just can't seem to fucking catch him. Very famously what the hamburglar does. Yeah, Tyler? I just mean in terms of they never catch him. And <laughs> no, like, I mean, no, you mean in terms of all the various blade-related crimes that the Hamburglar has committed. We're all very familiar with them. Yes. Why do you think Grimace's arms are so short? They used to be twice they, as long. They used, they to, used to be, three used to be times longer. As long. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> how do you think? How do you think Ronald got those scars? <laughs> <laughs> the assault happened in the unincorporated area of Bostonia community. Was reported shortly after twelve thirty p.m. The sword wielding man cut the victim's hand and hit him on the head with his skateboard before fleeing. Whoa. He hit him with his skateboard? Yeah, like, so he cut what, him. In like one fell motion? I'd like to believe it. Yeah, if so, <laughs> big if true. Sick if true. That's like a pretty sick fighting game combo. Yeah, he slashed Two, him. Yeah. And then just smacked him on the head. Smacked him on the head with the skateboard. That's just degrading. Yeah. I don't know what would be more degrading. <laughs> and then skated off after the fact. Hey, guys, I don't like how into this murderer we are. No, he's not a murderer. No, it's just, murderer. you know, I don't do sword crimes that are that end up in deaths. These are just when people get injured and non-majorly. Okay, okay. Because so, I yeah, feel like a skateboard would fuck you up pretty good. This is the most lovable, disrespectful crime. Like, all crimes are pretty disrespectful, I would say. I'm bold enough to say it. This is the most lovable, despicable, idiot douchebag. Such an admirable crime. Is it? Is it? Kind of. We don't know if the dude was a dick. I think admirable crime would be more something like 
man robs bank and donates all money to local children's hospital. Hey, we don't know. Maybe the maybe the man who got bonked was Bezos himself. Oh, I did so not he just skateboarded this. past, gave him a bonk on the head, and was like, "I'm out." And then he chucked up the peace sign. Now that was prime. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, you know Jeff Bezos, who famously hangs out around skate parks. Okay, well you don't know that, Tay. All right, why don't you cool it with the baseless claims? All right, we do not know that Jeff Bezos isn't a skater. He could be. The assailant, described as roughly six foot tall, 150 pound man, wearing cargo shorts and a black and red striped shirt. You can't rem- stop that man. Remained at large afternoon Friday. Anyone who sees this man is urged to call 911. <laughs> it's hey, too late if you see him. <laughs> I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna say it. He's wearing black and red stripes. That's the hamburglar. I feel like I was spot on. That's the Hamburglar in cargo shorts. It's his summer attire. <laughs> he ditches the cape and elects a nice pair of cargo shorts so he can fit as many Big Macs as he wants into all those fucking pockets. Or it's Waldo in his edgy teen years. Ooh, I like Ooh. that. It'd be like anti-Waldo. It was unclear what sparked the quarrel that led to the assault. Look, so no one got a good look at him. It was unclear what even led to it. It all happened so fast. I'm just saying, the dude's rad as hell. No one knows why he did it. He just swooped in, cut him, bonked him, and left. Yeah, undeniably rad. Undeniably. Undeniably. Mm -hmm. So, like, usually I would tell people to, like, you know, this is why you need a sword to protect yourself. But, like, you got no chance. Like, I can tell you to have a sword all you want. He's going to fucking... By the time you hear the wheels... It's too late. It's already over. Yeah. 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 And that has been Sword Watch, our dedicated deviant detail devoted to bring awareness to the dangers of life without swords. I urge all of you, just stay inside. You can't stop this man. Mm-hmm. You can't stop this hamburglar on a skateboard. No fucking chance. But you can stop this podcast. You're absolutely correct that we can. So thank you so much for listening to the show. Really, really, we appreciate it. So go ahead and leave a like, favorite, comment, and or review. Really helps the show out. Gets us into curated lists. And then also gives us more fuel for the fire. We love reading con- comments and talking about all the things that you guys have to say to us. Gang, we're on every podcatcher that you love. So please go to the one of your choosing, whether it be Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, any of them that you love. Go and give us a follow on that platform. Leave a star rating. Leave a review. That stuff is very helpful. And also go over to the YouTube channel, Shapeless Media, and you're going to find something that you like and you're going to get more of the gang. The other way you can support this show, turn off your ad blocker. Come on, do it for us, please. 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 Just turn off your ad blocker. It doesn't take that long. It's just a five second. You can skip it. I know the ads suck, but just turn it off. And Basis claims we're turning a corner for our 100th episode. We are, we're not taking sponsorships, okay? We're above that. We do podcasting for the love of it. We don't do it for the money. Uh, speak for your fucking self, but go on. But, like, if you did want to, like, give us money, like, <laughs> you can go to poddex.com, use code SWORDWATCH at checkout to receive 10% off your first order. And then, hey, maybe you want to start your very own podcast. You listen to 100 episodes of this, and you're like, I still don't like it. I think I can do better. <laughs> <laughs> I still think I'm probably better than this. And honestly, fair. I gave it 100 episodes to try it out, and, you know, it's just not for me. 
Hey, but the nice thing is, is that after this hundredth episode, there like the money back guarantee is gone. So if you did tune in to this episode, sorry, you don't get a refund. No, of course not. Not gonna happen. But hey, maybe start your own podcast with Pod Decks. Maybe you'll be funnier. You sure as shit won't be if you only use their cards. But maybe you can do something with it. <laughs> Who knows? Try it out. We'll try it out right now with the Pod Decks Last Laugh. Tori, I know you got a card, and I know you're going to read it. Just just get it out of the way. I, I've done, I don't, not 100 episodes of this, but too many. Two episodes probably felt like 100 episodes. Okay, here comes the pod deck last laugh. Would you rather spend a year living at a nudist colony or within the Amish community? Oh, nudist colony, 100%. I, I don't think I could handle the Amish community. You know how because many of how much that... sexier they are. Yeah, and also there's like, something well, about the Amish that does just tickle me. It's so it's so pressuring to have to build a barn that fast too. I just don't know if I'm that good at at carpentry. Frankly, like it's, exactly, I would much rather be with the Amish community. But frankly, my lackluster woodworking skills would immediately get me tossed out of that. Yeah, pitch. no, no, no. That's that's why I don't want to be in the Amish community. It's just like. The, the overbearing pressure of, like, having to perform, you know, carpentry skills at that pace and at that skill. I'd rather just be in the nudist colony where I can just let it all hang out and, like, just chill. And also, I can't just eat butter. Which one, realistically, is going to be more accepting of being, of, like, continuing to be a podcaster? <laughs> like, the Amish? <laughs> How are you going to do a podcast when you're just neck deep in dongs? Is that at the Amish community or the nudist colony? Yes. 